You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey everybody! <laughs> hey everybody! Welcome back to Union Zero Four Thirty. This is episode fifty-six. Um, we'll get into why we're a week late, but uh, thanks to our good friends from Vortex Canada for sending us a, a nice little care package this week. You could see Mark with his with his new binos, and uh, he's been having fun. And everybody is wearing something Vortex tonight. So um, thanks, thanks so much to Vortex Canada for coming on and and. Uh, sharing the spotlight with with Real Geese, our our original sponsor. But here we are, episode fifty six. Uh, no guests tonight. Um, a lot of uh, moving parts with uh, with our guest that was scheduled. So uh, it's just the four of us. And Ryan is Ryan's like fucking playing darts or something. So I, I don't understand that. But whatever, he's playing darts. He's gonna miss out. Um, we've got Phil just outside Oshawa. Dave up in Concordon, Mark outside the nation's capital, and I'm just outside of Kingston. And here we are, just the four of us. So, um, fellas, I wanted to start this off with something I seen today, and I, I got to read it off my phone because it was uh, it was pretty good. So, uh, you know what? Does it involve douchebaggery? No. Well. Oh kind of i guess um it, it's more geared towards the anti-hunters so i did not know this but i've i've read it today that in the late 1800s the early 1900s there was a dangerously low level of the wood duck population from 1914 to 1951 there was an actual moratorium on and then now today, um, so, so the moratorium extinction level numbers was what they were worried about. So no more of those beautiful wood ducks. So today we have over 3 million nest or estimated 3 million uh, breeding pairs. And do you know who to thank for that? Us. Hunters, that's right. <clears throat> it is, and it was at this time that, um, whichever state it was in it was at this time that that state started charging um fees in order to hunt and then that money got went back into research and into the science world and all of that stuff and all that money kept getting generated around for habitat and research and making sure um you know we weren't going to eradicate this species of bird and probably one of the nicest ducks that we hunt um so um a little something for you to throw out to your anti-hunter friends that that call us barbaric and and there's no point to it because we are the biggest environmental uh, i guess environmental conservationist yeah environmentalist is not the right term to use for us but we are the biggest conservationists um yeah. And we, we pile so much money into the research and everything. So um, a little ammo for you for when you have some discussions with some anti-hunters or so be it. Anyways, boom, 
boom, boom, the more you know. I wish I, I wish I could put that graphic just go across the screen now. The more with you the know. rainbow behind you. Yeah, with the rainbow. That's right. So I think Dave's frozen. Nope. No, it's it's just, just, he's like he's like he's 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 like a ninja. Yeah. Right. He's trying like it. <laughs> he's trying. You know what? He's frightened of that fucking cat that's behind him. I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, Dave hasn't fucking blinked in like three minutes. Has it moved? I wish I could remember the line from that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, where the great big guy is just like, I'm just very good at staying still. So good, you can't even see me or whatever the fuck he says. Drax. Is that Drax. his name? Yeah, Drax. Yeah. Batista. Yeah, I'm in the process. Me and Kate are in the process of watching all the Marvel movies now in the proper sequence. That's a good go, man. Yeah, so we're just we're we're just started back in at the beginning of COVID. Oh yeah, um, to have Disney Plus. Yeah, that's why we got we got Disney Plus. So, anyways, we're getting all off fucking topic. But nobody wants to hear about Marvel on on this. Um. I did want to take this opportunity, though, to let the listeners know, especially the people that are in Ontario, and it's open to anybody, really, if you're willing to travel, but mostly for the people in Ontario, excuse me, we're starting to look at our uh, hunting camps that we traditionally always did every year. We did a couple of them. Um, last year, we didn't just because of COVID, and there were so many restrictions, and and it just... It, it just wasn't safe, I guess. Um, and there was a lot of uh, unknowns, but with I'll everything opening up now, yeah, Phil? I'll tell you, the one in 2019 was pretty kick-ass. That was a good one, wasn't it? That was a good camp. And there was bird dog there. And there was. And there was I, I have faith that there's going to be bird dog at the camps this fall, too, because I think that the border is going to be open for us. I, I do believe it. But anyway, so right now we're planning two camps. Um, location to be released at a later date, but there's going to be one camp that's open for anybody. Uh, and then the second camp is going to be a, a veterans only, uh, veterans, first responders, um, law enforcement, that sort of deal. So that'll be uh, a separate and they'll be happening at two different uh, guides. So uh, yeah, so keep your eyes peeled on our social media for that. Because um, it's a chance to get out and meet some new people in, in, in the hunting world. We, we have a, a, a pretty good uh, group of people that generally come back around, but Philly. Is Dave going to be cooking at the first responders one? Um, well, <laughs> it's sort of like you got to work with what people know, right? Like you, you, you employ people to their strongest ability. And well, in fairness, Dave, I, think, and, I think firefighters employ chefs. Oh, do they really? Well, Dave, Dave's Dave's department is is strictly volunteer based, right? So they don't they can't hire a chef. Oh, so they just just these two take out. Or, or maybe that's what's holding Dave back. Right? Maybe your cooking skills is what's holding you back right now, Dave. He's just soaking it all in, not saying a goddamn word, is he? <laughs> Still a recruit. <laughs> You know why they invented firefighters, right? Oh, this should be good. Because police needed heroes, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man. We, 
that's that's a good one. But anyways, um, maybe Dave will be. Uh, I I like to cook, and I'm actually half decent at it. I mean, I don't post all my stuff, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll like cook some stuff. I'll yeah. cook some stuff. You're no Steve Horst. Well, I, I could give him a run. I could give yeah. him a run. I, I don't like to you know mix what? it up so much, but I, I like to. Yeah, let's do a cook-off. Steve the first respond camp, I think Steve should come. Yeah. You know what? I I think, I think should we come. should totally do a cook-off. Yeah. Like I a think chili cook-off. Like on the Simpsons. Oh, I don't like to eat chili. A chili cook-off where you got to have like radioactive. I, <laughs> you got to come in with the. the fucking oh, car- not the radioactive jokes because I work at a fucking <laughs> nuclear plant too. <laughs> <laughs> Next no, but, thing we'll be talking about a bird going yes, yes. all the time. <laughs> Don't talk about your replacement like that. Yeah. Um, okay, Steve Horse, the gauntlet has been laid out. You have been e slapped with the gauntlet. Cook and and we so Ryan, Mark, Phil, and myself will decide which meat will be used i would be partial to bear because i've never had it i've never eaten bear either i have it's good in the chili you got to find something that we can get in bulk for everybody yeah and and lots of bears you know what there's (laughs) lots of bears lots of bears (laughs) (laughs) bears the bears the bears but yeah it's got to be something that both of them can get and have enough of for uh, for everybody. So, or someone else provides it. Well, at the rate things are going, there'd be a coyote available from my fucking street. Really? Yeah, okay. we got a, we had a coyote. He's been been causing problems around here. Bit a fucking kid the other day. No. Really? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. got a bit, bit bit a kid, and like all these people are like, and like they've actually nicknamed the fucker Limpy because he's got a limp. Yeah, he's got like, more. Pe- yes. People are like, fucking. Oh, we got to like save Limpy and. If you see him call like Coyotes Ontario, we're trying to help him. And then this one guy is like, the only thing that fucking thing needs is a two, two, three. Yeah. Like. Like big time. So yeah. uh, yesterday, um, I'm not sure if you guys know him, but he's a local guy. He was a big time bird hunter around here for a couple of years. His name is Corey Stanton. Anyways, he swung by yesterday and was chatting with him and he's gotten into. So, and <clears throat> this is the play on to that coyote story. So he's gotten into um like a hobby farm where he's where he's raising chickens and he's like selling fertilized eggs and and it's a pretty big operation what he's got going on right and he's got these funky fucking breeds of chickens that apparently people want Uh, whatever it doesn't matter fuck he's here yesterday and he's telling me all about this right and 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 everything that's involved and and he's shipping eggs like out to bc and everywhere right so a predator got into his, killed all of his fucking chickens last night. Can you imagine? Kill that cocksucker. Oh, yeah. That guy died. <clears throat> D-E-D did. Yeah. Probably a fox. Or a weasel, if, I would think. If, I, yeah, see, if not a fox, it'd be like a, a weasel or one of those little fur-bearing yeah. type mammals. Hmm. Mammals. Um, cool. So... I am this weekend putting in millet into my duck pond. Um, And the reason why I bring this up is because I'm hoping that somebody that's listening 
Um, cause so my duck pond is, is pretty much dry right now. All the water is out of it. Um, and I'm going to throw the millet down and let it take and let it, you know, get squared away all summer. And then it should be growing by the time, um, the fall comes and, and when that pond floods out. And I, I'm hoping that someone that's listening will uh, either send me a private message or comment wherever you're watching this from and, uh, and just let me know if you've had any success and what you've done to ensure the success um, of your milk. I've actually done what you're talking about like years ago. I did just a, like a broadcast seating around the pond and it like fucking boomed. But like a hand shark? No, just stuck my hand in the bag and just really threw it willy nilly. Now <laughs> your pond, yeah, your pond, Damon. Is there a way that you can like? Can you walk on it or no? No. I'm say no. if you could find a way to scratch the surface, yeah, like with like like a lot of guys like you yeah know, yeah like, yeah drag a harrow or if it's something small you just do it with like a fucking rake or something yeah but if you can scratch that surface and let it and then broadcast seed. Yeah. When, when it pisses rain, a lot of that, you know, scratch surface will settle on the seeds and you get oh. obviously good seed to soil contact to help germinate Whoa. the plant. This episode is brought to you by the word germinate. So Corey, with those fucking eggs, germinating. <laughs> that, Inc- I think that's incubating. Some of my favorite things forever. on those, uh, youtube videos where you see guys like uh, tony vandemore when he's hunting his like half cornfields or doing stuff like that or even doing the field management and then you read the comments and there's people like this should be illegal that's you're basically baiting the birds and like they're just people just go nuts on that stuff eh? oh, yeah. oh really oh yeah people go crazy <clears throat> about how because like down in the states especially you could see some of the guys that have like where they're from this isn't allowed but it's allowed here and even the comments about RoboDucks, like some mm-hmm. guys, they're not allowed to use them. So it's like, oh, if you can't use a jerk rig, why do you have anything at all? Like, there's just always negativity in those comment sections. There's yeah. no difference in doing food plots for waterfowl than there is for deer. Exactly. And there's can, some places you, you yeah. can bring water to food, but you can't bring food to water. Uh, that argument is an endless rabbit hole as well, Dave. Oh, yeah. You can keep going down. Like I said, you want to really get down to it, you should be using your bare hands and your teeth. Because that's yeah. what we can do. Yeah. 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 So that, that's where that argument ends. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get down to the bottom of it, yeah. everything is an advantage. Just what makes us human. We use an advantage. That's how yeah. we survive. So, Opposable thumbs. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and if it ain't Karen, it's Kyle. <laughs> um, this is uh, oh, other news. This is a good episode because we'll get a bunch of news out that we normally don't get out at the, on the episodes because we have guests. Um, I'm hoping that next week we'll be able to showcase some new clothing products. Uh, some branded clothing products, uh, hopefully this at, at the beginning of next week. So what's that somewhere around the 16th of July, somewhere in around there. Um, 
or the 14th, something like that. Uh, hopefully we'll have some new items. I know there's, I, and, and I'm sorry, cause I've been dragging my ass on this. Um, really trying to find someone that can do it and, and make sure that you're not getting ripped off and I'm not getting ripped off. So, um, so hopefully um, mid next week, there should be some pictures up of uh, some new products and you'll be able to order them. I know you've been waiting patiently um, and we've been working on it. It's just uh, trying to find someone to do it is, is not easy. So, um, so that's that. What else do I have for news? Philly dog Sorry. training. When Stop. is, when is Luther Mersh? So, uh, so for anybody that's listening now, um, the last year dog trials, hunt tests, working certificates, all those testing at your local kennel club, that was all put on hold because of COVID. Um, but it seems like everything is ramping up right now. So for me trying to get Lander in to get her junior hunt tests has been darn near impossible because soon as a kennel announces that they're running a test, it's like full. And they, I think they take, usually they take like 30 dogs. That's the limit. Um, and it's full just like it, that. It varies on like, I only run HRC tests. Yeah. So it varies on the flights, like Luther Marsh, they are running August 14th and 15th of this year yeah which is roughly their standard date um like it's it's actually like laid out through the calendar year like if you like numbered weekends one through 52 mm -hmm. like your weekend's the same weekend every year like oh yeah uh, lake ontario is usually the last weekend in may first weekend in june right around in there okay um when kingston was still running they were yeah. the next weekend um, Georgian Bay is always Labor Day weekend and so forth. Um, so yesterday, I guess, well, today's like show is getting aired Monday, but today's yeah. really fucking Wednesday. So yesterday the premium got posted uh, for Luther. My, yeah. my check was in the mail today. Um, <clears throat> so Your generally explain, I got to pay to run the dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Same mail day. Check. check. You're right. You're right on it, and it's worth money. So people still do that. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, so we run flights season or started season finished. Usually a flight is 25 dogs. Yeah. But for this test, um, they're capping started at 30, seasoned at 40, and then finished at 50. So fifth. So finish will be two flights of 25 dogs. Finish is okay. the one that always fills up the most. Yeah. Um, I got, I'm running Zeus in seasoned. I wanted to do finished, but I haven't nearly put the time into them. So we're going to try our hand at seasoned. Yeah. I looked up the premium yesterday when it got posted and saw that Jerry Wickens is my judge. And for the love of Christ, I have yet to pass under Jerry Wickens. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Like Jerry is a fucking amazing guy. I've sat and crushed many a pints with this man on the tailgate talking dogs he's a phenomenal guy he runs an amazing test like he's one of those like tough but fair yeah um so he's an amazing judge and honestly that you know the couple times that i have failed under jerry it's been at my own demise basically so i'm looking forward to running and see what the fuck happens this time um so if we'll you see. don't mind me asking what did what caused you to fail 
I don't want to dig up any, so any the last feelings or nothing, but oh no, dude, this is dog training. Fuck. Um, so the last the last time I ran in Ohio, which would have been like fuck six years ago. No, seven years ago. Seven years ago, I ran finished in Ohio and our second day. Normally they run land in the morning and then yeah. water in the afternoon because it's hotter in the afternoon. So they do the water then. Yeah. But for whatever reason, we ran water first thing in the morning on the Sunday. I titled on the Saturday. Okay. So that was awesome. And then I ran finished again on the Sunday and it was fucking cast refusal. Um, uh. Dog goes out. It was like water, land, water, land. And he got up onto this island. And when he got onto the island, fucking boom, he was gone disappeared and so i kind of lost him and i'm like i'm legit looking for grass moving to see where the fuck my dog is and he was just dicking around and then i had to give him the comeback whistle a couple times and he was just Mm. dicking around too much and jerry's like rope your dog Mm. thank you for your donation to the (laughs) hrc thanks jerry yeah and then I, i failed zeus too i failed thor as well in seasoned okay I think it might have been season. So what's so what's the difference between the HR, HRC and the CKC? Uh, HRC, you actually handle the gun. Okay. Like we actually use eight seventies, except in started. Like oh, started, they supply they supply the gun for you. Yeah, club supplies the gun. Okay. Um, but yeah, like in in HRC, you got to be camo, head to toe. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually handle an eight seventy. You're shooting poppers. And all the birds are thrown by wingers and there's no, there's no sound out on the playing field. Right, 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 right. Whereas I've never run CKC, so I don't know the whole schematics, Mm -hmm. but like, I think like you're handling like a wooden gun. um, No, I don't think, I don't think you're handling anything firearms. So you have, you have your dog healed at your side. Um, I I thought they used like a wooden fake gun. I don't think so. And there's like a bang like where they throw the bird out yeah. in the field, they they make a bang or something. Yeah, I fuck yeah. I think that's. I think you're right there, but I didn't know if you so. handled a a wooden <clears throat> gun. Either way, that makes no sense to me. Anyways, I should know more because I'm taking Lander up to Lanark on the weekend and putting Whoa. her in. It's a it's Fucking a Lanark. Yeah, so it's a it's a mock one. Sorry, Dave, go for it. No, so. I'm not in the dog breeding, dog training world. How how long did they not run these tests for? A year? I think a year, yeah. Yeah, there will this last year. Will this have any impact on dog on puppy breed like breedings and, and buying kind of no No, like I don't think so. Okay. Because and and so from what I know, and Phil probably knows a lot more, but from what I know, most most serious dog purchasers, well, that's what they're looking for, right? So they're looking for the bitch and the sire to have titles. Yep. So as long as they have some titles, then someone's going to buy that litter. Yep. If so, dog didn't get any titles last year, but let's say the bitch didn't get any titles last year, but the sire did, I think... It's still a fucking. There'll probably still be a win-win. I maybe they can't charge top dollar <clears throat> for the pups. I don't know. What do you think, Phil? 
Um, do you think that they would actually breed them without the title? Oh yeah, they would. If, if, yeah, if oh, there's yeah. a demand for it, but again, yeah. um, like there's always that market for the people that don't care about papers. That's don't right. Care about title, like mm-hmm. all that bullshit, right? There is the market for that. And like, like those people that like, they're always going to be around. They're, like they don't believe in some of this shit. They just want a dog to go pick up chickens and come back. Yeah. That's all so, they want. Right. So if someone was looking for a dog and they saw, I'm just trying to think of stuff that people to help people yeah. out. Right. Yeah. If someone was on Kijiji and they saw that, um, there's dog, a mistake. I'm just trying to, think, I don't know where, yeah. where would you go on for a dog, right? The, Kijiji the market. Yeah. Or, anyway, if they saw something like an ad for puppies and it said like, uh, not hunt test certified yet because they didn't yeah. run them last year. Is that something that should run a red flag or do more research into the entire kennel? And how would they go about doing that research? Well, I think, I think the onus, so you need to do, even if it has some titles, you still need to look into the, into the kennel. But um, if I would say that if I read an ad and someone said, listen, um, the dog's, aren't titled um they would have been titled if if last year would have been a go on testing then that right there tells me that they're a little bit more serious of a dog breeder because they're in that excuse me they're in that world of of dog training and i'm not saying that only good dogs are the ones that are doing these tests and stuff that's not what i'm getting at what i'm talking about is the serious and phil you know it like and, and you guys do too, because you've seen it on Facebook when people have put litters up for sale and there's, there's a list. And first thing, where's the pedigree? I want to see the pedigree yeah. before I even, so, and now people are, they know this is what they want. So they put the pedigree up right away. So even if, even if the, even if one of them or even both of them, even if they aren't titled, if, if they're titled on both sides, their parents, the chances are they've got some pretty good genes, but then I would hazard to say that the breeder can't charge premium dollar for non-titled dogs. I, I would think so. And like, and honestly, like the only thing like that a breed, like a serious breeder could do is like for the lack of, you know, better term, they can put their money where their mouth is and have like an open house and say, Hey, look, this is where I'm going to be at this date and time. I'll be running my dogs. If you wish to come see my dogs run, you're more than make an appointment, whatever, come on out. Yeah. And you like, for the most part, us that are in like the test game and stuff, like when we're training, we just run mock tests over and over and over. That's all we do is run mock tests. And in those mock tests, and obviously like, you know, we introduce some concepts of stuff like angle entries and all this other jazz. But these people come out and say, look, this is a finished test. As per the finished guidelines in the HRC or your know, master test, whatever, and watch the dog run. Dog smashes this test. Obviously, they have their shit together and could pass that test with flying colors. But due to the lack of testing, here's the predicament. And yeah, and, and in good faith, you know, they can charge maybe you know, a slightly lesser premium for said puppy. You know but what? We should have had the best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. Maddie um, fucking Wilson. Maddie Wilson. Flowing and had, locks and all. <laughs> and had him on and asked him because, you know, Matt, you know, when it comes to the 
the testing world obviously he's, he's pretty knowledgeable but um and he may have a, a different insight into this the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be matt the hitman wilson that's what we'll call him from now on mark and you're another uh, thing oh, before sorry, we go Dave. yeah uh, I just want to mention with dogs, make sure I'm not going to name whose post it was unless you guys want to bring it up, but uh, make sure your dogs have their Lyme disease prevention going on and stuff like that. Some very serious stuff happened in the last little while. So, Oh, I never seen it. Yeah. Oh, but I will bring up this point. That the one Ryan put up? Yes, sir. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. You know, and and I'm not, this isn't Actually, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Um, if this if this insults you, then then good because it should insult you, and you should feel shame and go to the penalty box for it. Listen, if you have spent the time and money to buy a dog, train it for hunting, and as soon as a flock of birds come in, and that dog has broken and is out before. And it's like almost to the birds when you're shooting, you have failed. You have failed as an owner and you failed as a trainer. Because that is, that video, like that, that dog almost caught live geese. Like it was out that early. The, the dog was the, more than five yards from those geese when the boys were shooting. And that's the, that's what I mean, right? Like the dog, the the geese were down. The dog was almost to the geese. The geese flew up, and then the boy started shooting. The guy yeah. called the shot when the dog was almost at the geese. Like he called it then. Jeez. The and the birds. <laughs> birds jumped up. Boys shooting. Those birds were within fifteen feet of that dog. It, it's one thing to watch these YouTube videos where the guy's hunting and the dog breaks once throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and you're like, and they they might not shoot or or whatever, but this one was clearly like, those birds land on the ground, the dog was running at them, five yards away they go, birds start lifting up and take them, boys. It's like, whoa. But if you watch the whole video, they did that more than once. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't a. That's a how they hunt that dog. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hmm. I'm not gonna lie, my dog is broke. Yeah, and, I'm not and saying, they, I'm not they, saying they, they don't, but they yeah. will break. All but you dogs don't shoot. No, <laughs> all but dogs break. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. If your dog I, breaks, though, so Phil, would you call the shot if it was that close to geese? No. <laughs> and that's that's I think no. what we're trying to get at, right? Like dogs yeah. break, but like yeah. the time the times that store has broken, and like he's at the age now where I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's nine and a half. He's, he's, buddy. You just go pick up the chicken. Yeah, no, no. The I, times that the times that he breaks though, like, and generally anytime like we've shot geese, like they're not like like what was seen in that video where those birds are like literally feet down. Like these birds are coming in and they're still, you know, x number of feet up in the air. Yeah, and it's not until you know it's, you know, I've yelled out kill him, mm. and then we jump up and we're shooting him out of the air. Usually at that point is when he fucks off. It's not like he sees the birds and he gone. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's not until we've gotten, we physically have started to shoot. Like birds are raining down and to catch the fuckers out of the sky. God bless his soul. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm not, I'm not foolish enough to say that um, my dog will never break um, because I know that's 
the probability of it is, is way too high. What I'm talking about is if you are, if you are 100% just oblivious that your dog is breaking and you're still shooting, you're shooting over the dog. Like you, you have no, like you just, you just don't care that the dog is out in the field. Like I've hunted with a ton of people. As soon as you, as soon as that first shot goes, the dog goes and someone will go and someone will say dog is out and then yeah. nobody shoots that there I can, I can get, I, it's still not perfect, but I can, but I can understand it and I can deal with it. Um, Some people need to put the fucking gun down and pick up the remote. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a few guys where, you know, those corkscrew, uh, they, to the tie a dog off. Yeah. They have one of those, they bring them yeah. with them. Yeah. You screw it in and then you have like two foot of weave paracord with a latch on it. Yeah. You put that, you attach that to your dog, and that's what I'd seen a couple guys oh. do. Yeah, I've seen that. And I've seen fellas well, sort of just who, kind who of put it? a lock on their. There's uh, a guy that makes some gun dog outdoors. What's the fucking guy? What's his name? He, yes. Oh. Yep. Lang Bell. Yep. The fuck's his first name? Make face like him. Fucking Lang Bell. <laughs> Whatever. He makes like a fucking quick release dog thing for like dogs that break. And yeah, it's like a two foot tether. And you just fucking, you pull yep. this one little cord. We fight all ghosts. We fight all ghosts. Um, I know, I know our four plans for opener. Um, but I'm wondering if, if everybody else is starting to, to put their plan together. We, we had talked about it, about another guy joining us. And, it, and I still remember his responses. It's a little early, isn't it? And I'm like, no, it is not early. Um, the local place that I go, it's already. So I've put, I've, I've reserved our blinds, and there was people a good two weeks in there before I put ours up. So uh, I wouldn't say it's too early. And I'm curious if, if there's a lot of people out there that's starting to you know, think about it, think about their opening day, who they're hunting with, where they're hunting. And, and if they're going to start doing the work on the, on their hide and on their blind to, to get ready. Well, opening day is a religious holiday. It is very much. So yeah. I asked, uh, I asked one friend of ours, um, if he was, uh, if he was interested in joining us and, uh, and he said, no, he was like opening day is always my wife and I, and she decides where we go. And I'm like, that's fucking pretty cool. Every, every year, he said every year for past, you don't know how many years, but opening morning is him and his wife and his wife decides where they go. I thought that was pretty cool. I, uh, yeah. My wife actually agreed to go on a hunt this year. Nice. I said, why, why won't you go on a hunt? Like the yeah. kids love it. I love it. The yeah. whole family can get involved. And she's like, I'm not getting up at four in the morning for this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, you know, we can hunt in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. Or, or it could be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. It might be my piece going. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Well, then you know what? Like, if she's an asshole, you just don't invite her. <laughs> 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 just say, yeah. you know what? Um, you don't work with the crew. Yeah. The just, crew don't. The crew. Don't. It's not me, baby. It's the crew. Isn't that why layout 
layout boats were invented so you're 10 feet away from each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I took that out for turkey this year right eh? oh did you really yeah he took her out for a morning hunt which was uh i wanted to take her for the morning hunt so she experienced the everything waking up no in the morning, yeah right? yeah more than anything and and uh it was early and it wasn't overly warm but it wasn't wasn't yeah, freezing yeah. cold it wasn't minus five or anything mm-hmm. and, uh, but it was really early <laughs> it's like three in the morning we got up for 10 after three but uh yeah so that was the one and only time she'll probably ever go <laughs> so my wo- my wife would go but every time a bird came by she would jump up at her to blind to scare it away so that's why she'll never join me on it because she she would on purpose try to scare the birds away, and then not cool, Trish. No, not, not cool. cool at all. Jesus, um, Trish. <laughs> shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Oh shame. Well, boys, you know I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. This was a good episode to get to get everything out. There's a bunch of information that we wanted to get out, and and hopefully people are listening and and they get their uh get the information that they're looking for um let's just be honest damien's trying to end this episode because it's wednesday july whatever the hell day and the montreal canadians play no tonight. actually i have no desire to the watch stanley cup might get handed out tonight and mm-hmm. damien wants to see that it is going to get handed out tonight well did you, so let, let's go off on this now so i despise the montreal canadians but the mayor of Tampa yesterday, I want, I almost want to see Montreal win just so the mayor of Tampa takes some flack for what she said. Did you see what she said yesterday? So, so yesterday in Tampa, not yesterday, uh, the day before. So for game four, right? Yeah. So for game four, um, at a press conference in Tampa, she said, what I would like to see is, is the Lightning to take it easy on the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Um, maybe let them win so that Tampa, so the Lightning can come back to Tampa and win at the Amelie Arena. And I thought to myself, lady, you have no idea about hockey because all it takes is for you to take your foot off the gas for a second and a series can change just like that. Yeah, just ask the Leafs. Exactly. Well, at, the right. Leafs didn't even show up for Game Seven, though. Like they, they just jumped out of the car on Game Seven. They didn't even, they weren't even driving. Um, but my, my favorite statistic is that Montreal is three games away from a reverse sweep of the Tampa Bay Lightning to win. <laughs> like when they posted that, there's a picture of Carey Price's head with it. Montreal's three games away from a reverse sweep. And it's just like, wow, um, tr- you're true there. Um, Tampa did put out a good tweet today. So the Montreal Canadiens are at Tampa re- replied to a tweet that, that Montreal done. And Montreal's uh, Twitter account said, if the Stanley Cup gets handed out tonight, at least we'll still hold the record for most Stanley Cups in NHL history and Tampa's reply was sure that's great your last one that you won was our first year in the league and all the ones before that are old enough to be getting social security checks so 
And I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good jab too. So I like watching the teams. Go uh, I love how the biggest mouths on the whole Montreal Tampa thing are the Leaf fans. That's because they're try- cheering for Tampa Bay because that's the closest colors that they have to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're doing all the trash talking, yet the Leafs aren't, haven't been around for like three series. But <laughs> as soon as Montreal put them out, yeah. Toronto started cheering for fucking Vegas. They started everybody for yeah, everybody. anyone to beat Montreal, right? Absolutely. But really, and they that- should be proud. Like Toronto was put out by the team that came in second place. So absolutely, but it's no different Easy. than if it ain't over yet. Uh, it's almost over. <laughs> but the, let's not kid ourselves. If if Toronto beat Montreal, every Montreal fan would be anti-Leafs. That that's that's the way it goes. Yeah, but it's Montreal. No one cares. <laughs> I'm only anti-Leaf with fans who are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so we've talked about how we're already planning our opening. Our opening weekend, right? Yeah. Have you guys? I said we've already talked about how we've already started planning our opening weekend together. Yeah. For duck season, have you guys set any goals for this season? Anything that you want to accomplish or do? More yeah. photos. More photos. More photos. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, my goal this year is that um, my son gets bitten by the bug because he's still not yet right um you gotta get him in a good duck hunt yeah because the one you know what you gotta do Uh, you gotta get a good duck hunt with me and kobe there where kobe's shooting yeah right yeah yeah so that's that's my goal my goal is to get him bitten by the bug to the point that he's wanting to go every time right that that's my goal um so I, I just, I, I think it'd be pretty amazing to be able to say you're, uh, and I know you're doing it, Dave, but to say that your hunting partner is your son, um, that'd be pretty, pretty amazing. I've got, you know, like I spend a lot of time with Merck uh, uh, hunting and, and Merck's an awesome buddy to have in the hunt in the, in the blind, but uh, be able to say you got your son with you every time is oh, pretty amazing too. I'm looking forward to hunting with you guys this year. Yeah. I, I do. So that is one thing we really couldn't do it last year because of COVID and people were, a lot of people were a little bit sketchy on people coming and staying to houses and, and stuff like that. And I get it. Right. And I totally understand it. One thing I'd like to do is I'd like to travel around a little bit more. Like I'd like to get up to Dave's and go for a hunt. I'd like to come down with you, Phil, go for a hunt. Me and Mark get together a couple times of the year. Uh, usual. I'd like to go down uh, actually something that, I do want us to try and put together and that's a hunt to get down with Corey Baker and Andy Verco. Um, I would love to go down and hunt with those guys and, and hang out for the weekend and, and shoot. So um, I, I not so much the camps and the, and the business side of the hunts more the just friends to go out and, and drink beer in the evening, get up, and go shoot some birds in the morning. Um, that's more what I'm, you know, I'm hoping for this year. And, and nice. I, and there's no reason why that can't happen really this year, as long as everything stays the same. And you know what? Um, hopefully we get to go down East in November and do a hunt down East. Cause I think, uh, that, that could be fun too. And Missouri. 
Yeah. Are you going to Missouri? I still got my deposit down. Yeah. Okay. It'll, it's all depending on this stupid quarantine shit when we get back, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah, if, if, if that's still in play, then yeah, it's a no-go. <clears throat> yeah, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. I, I, but, I but do I'm, have... I'm double vaxxed now. I'm 5G. So, uh, <laughs> buddy of mine just got back from Alabama and he did not have to quarantine. Yeah? Vaccinations. Oh, good. Bird dogs. If anybody's from CBSA watching, turn off the fucking episode now. <laughs> the bird dog smuggling that's going to fucking occur. I haven't uh, I haven't tagged Bird Dog I, in a couple <laughs> posts. I got to uh, ensure hey, we do that soon. They are the unofficial sponsor of uh, the Very Union much 0430. So. I, I wish that we could. So when the border closed, we were actually down in the States. And they basically just told everyone to just start heading home now. Yeah, get out. So we got to the border. For, there was a few vehicles that were all there together. And we got there first. And the Border Patrol just basically looked at us like they didn't even want to open the window or nothing. It was just go on through right like you're canadian right yeah so i get across the border first thing i do is text everyone else one of the vehicles was like huh i wonder how much alcohol i could get, get across without yeah like we should have filled up on that bird dog right? had, a, had the year supply big time <laughs> so was it you mark that said you could get it in ottawa yeah have you found said place yeah how much do you guys want well, if it's readily available, I just need got. a <laughs> I just need a bottle. You send me your wish list and I'll go to them with it. Are you writing this down? <laughs> All of then, it. Yeah. Yeah. Then, I will take two twenty sixers of peach, two twenty sixers of apple. Yeah. No, uh, I will send we'll send you something tonight. That'll be when am I gonna see you again anyways, Mark? That's cute. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Don't you guys have like some trees to cut or something? Yeah, uh, we got a bridge or something to build. Yeah, something to build, but Damien has some trees to cut. Yeah, it's uh, lessons in chainsawing. Big time. You're more than welcome to join us, Philly and Dave. I don't know. Is my, is my husky allowed? Oh yeah, we, we, bring it, we don't judge. You don't don't judge, yeah, I, I can bring it. I just can't take it out of the truck. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's, not, it's not the right orange and white. A little too small, too. Hey, it's and, more than ample. More than ample. It's more than Leave ample. Dan out of this. Leave Dan Ampleman out of this. I could, uh, I could go bought, go borrow my father-in-law's steel. He's got that fucking monster with like a twenty-inch bar on it. Right. Yeah, who's you know what they say about big bears? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, we're rambling on, and I'm sure nobody so, wants to listen. That's what to we fucking do best. Yeah, nobody wants to hear this shit. I can promise you that. Um, everybody, thank you so much for for joining us and listening in to us ramble on for the last, uh, I'd say, sixty minutes. Very close on. Um, thank you so much. Please check out our sponsors, the Vortex Canada and Real Geese, and even our good friends at Challenger Ammunition that I find we haven't been given a whole lot of love to just because um, it's just been new with, with Real Geese and Vortex. But Challenger Ammunition, um, in our opinion, the best ammunition out there. 
um, get in on that, check them out, check out our sponsors, all of these guys up here, guys and girls up here, check them out, send them some love and let them know that you just uh, found out about them through us. It would be greatly appreciated. Again, start, this was, start getting your ammo now. Yeah. So actually, yeah, go Dave. Well, I just don't want to be the guy again this year that, ah, oh, man, I, I can't get ammo. Yeah. Do you have any extra? Well, yeah, yeah. I do. But yeah. like, you can't be the same guy every weekend. Like stock nope. up now, boys, yeah. start patterning your guns, get that ammo. Let's go. Yeah. I, mean, I, I stocked up four years ago. <laughs> so, so here's a bit of advice to new waterfowlers and such. Yeah. Run a surplus of ammo. Yeah. Not like stupid excessive. Right. But run a surplus. Like yep. downstairs, I probably got two, two flats worth of 12 gauge and two flats worth of 20. Yep. I don't have that much. I've got a surplus, but not that much. Can I give another piece of advice? Mm -hmm. uh, target ammo is very cheap. If you learn to shoot better, you'll have more success with your ammo and you'll use less every time you're out. Just trying to throw that out there. The more yep. you know. <laughs> Rainbows. If you haven't thought about that, it's just, you know. <laughs> no, or, no, or, it's very, really good, really good point. I, uh, you know, and there is an ammo shortage down in the States. So I, I don't know how that affects us up here in Canada. Like Phil, Phil's using Kent. We're using, like, I haven't been told about any shortages with Challenger. Phil, no shortages with Kent. Um. Not that you're aware know, of anyways. Well, I haven't been to the warehouse in quite some time. Okay. Um, but I know like they're not at what they normally would be. Okay. Like, not, that, not, not, not there's like a crazy shortage, shortage but right. again, like you know, there's there's still, you know, a, a slight backlog on things. Okay. But, okay. Like I've still been into some of my local sporting goods stores and there's We're steel, there's yep. bismuth, there's other, you know, non-tox alternatives and stuff like the ammo was there like again yeah like we're, we're not nearly in the same sort of state as the u.s right we're slightly more civilized but yeah. but it, it's also too like these a lot of that ammo is just left over from last year mm -hmm. and it still so goes bang it still yeah. goes bang but like just because your favorite ammo isn't in your gun shop right now just wait like maybe a month, two weeks before season starts, that's when they'll bring it all in and get ready for hunting season again. Yeah. Like remember right before Turkey season, I can't get Turkey ammo, can't get Turkey ammo. And then two weeks before season, the stocks are back on the shelves and, yeah. and people are like, Oh, well, flipped out for nothing. So yeah. Right. Just be aware that. Yeah. Don't yeah. I, that, and that's good advice, you know, because we see it like it's always, there's always a bunch of people that do it. Right. Like, they don't rig their decoys before. They don't pull them out of the bags. They don't stock up on their ammo. They don't buy their bird stamp. They don't, you know, the people leave it to the last minute. And I get it. Some people are busy and, and maybe some people aren't, aren't so uh, fanatical about it as what we are. Is fanatical a word? Either way, I well, just made it up. Um, like they say, procrastinations like masturbation. It seems like a good idea at the time, but then in the end, you're really only fucking yourself. <laughs> oh, boy. And ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we're going to call it. <laughs> that is episode 56, Words to Live By from the one and only Philly.
Big love, everybody. Thanks for listening in. Until next week. <laughs>